DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. read about the breakfast club really? every morning That's good. you guys are trending every uh, you know i drag my ass out of bed i'm like uh what happened on the breakfast club today try it again <laughs> from the top Mm-mm-mm. from the tippy Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? was Wednesday. I thought it was Tuesday. It's definitely yeah, we were Tuesday. off on Monday. That's right. Oh, it is a hump day. Wednesday, middle of the week. Good morning. What's happening? How y'all feel today, man? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. God is good. The weather's Cold. finally winter. <laughs> I'm the, and it still feels strange, though. It's, it's winter, what? but it's not like super cold, but the conditions, at least here in the tri-state area where we are, the New York, New Jersey area, the conditions are wintry. Well, keep going up from oh, no, no. North to yeah, New York, Baltimore, New Jersey, yeah, yeah, Maryland, yeah, yeah. Philly, Virginia, Virginia yeah, 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 the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, got, now that, they got some super winter conditions going yeah. on. It's, it's winter. Winter seems like it's finally here. I know people still trying to get flights back from where they were. That's how hard it is right now in the airports. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being stuck on uh, I-95 or any roadway for nine and a half hours? Mm-mm. Better than an alternative. Being in an accident and being stuck in a mall for for eternity. I don't want any of them. You know? But damn it, man. So, mm-hmm. it's just, climate change is real. That's all I can tell yeah, y'all. It, it, it's, okay? It's the fact that we're real. saying winter is finally here and it's the, the first week of January. Yeah, that's wild. Come on. We should have saw winter a month ago. Yeah. That is wild. All right. But well, that's no reason to root for cr- climate change, people. <laughs> okay? All right? Yeeks. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. And uh, let's get this show cracking. Front page news is coming up. What are we talking about, Yeezy? Man, you knew this was coming. A new variant. Well, this is something we're going to live with. We're going to keep getting variants every other month, uh, every month. This, this is something uh, every we're going to live with forever. Just like the flu. Is it every it, year? No, not, I think more than every year. Every year. Every year they say there's new variants of influenza. So that's why they come up with different flu vaccines every year for people to take. Seems like we're dealt with, uh, I, I forgot to even name it. I call it the Delta, Omicron. <laughs> Seems like with COVID, that happens every What's other What's the name month. of the new one? Is it something sexy? IHU. Nah. That's like, that sounds like an HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like they need funding for something. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that's what that sounds like. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, let's start with the new COVID variant. It's named IHU. It's been discovered in France. They're saying it's stronger than Omicron. Mm. They said it's a more mutated strain, and it's only 12 cases that have been found. And 
they, but remember with Omicron at first they were trying to say oh it's only a few cases and now right. that's the dominating variant so who knows what will happen with this one do they know anything about it is it more deadlier is it more contagious well they're saying it, it could be a major threat but the cases have not been reported so far in countries other than France mm-hmm. and according to uh, a a study on it they're saying that mutation can make it more resistant to vaccines and they believe that it will make it even more transmissible well, also what does i hate you mean that sounds like one of them uh, acronyms the kids be using like i hate you or something like no, that i don't know it just says i hate you it don't even say what it stands for it definitely does sound like some type of university though but i wonder how they they test for that because a lot of people who get covid a lot of times they don't go to the doctor to, to even see what, what strain it is or you know because there's a, a, a lot of people I know that have COVID didn't go to the doctor. They got their test and then they, you know, sat home. So they don't know if they got Delta, if they got Omicron, if they got IHU, if they got, you know. I don't know if it matters. And the reason I say I don't know if it matters because everybody's body reacts different to it regardless. Facts. I haven't seen That's one true. size fits all for any of these uh, these variants. Like when I had, uh, I don't know what I had a couple you don't of know weeks if you ago. You Delta or Omicron? I, 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 I just know I tested positive for COVID, but it, it did feel like a mild cold. Like my whole family had it, the wife and daughters and everybody. It was just runny noses, fevers, body mm-hmm. aches. Wasn't nothing crazy. All right. And law enforcement and federal authorities in the Washington area, they're stepping up security efforts. Tomorrow is January 6th. So it's already the one year anniversary of the attack on the U.S. Capitol. And they're saying they're operating at a heightened level of vigilance because we are at a heightened level of threats. It feels like we celebrating that. It feels, it feels so stupid. Like I'm watching CNN and they're like, you know, getting ready for the one year anniversary of the insurrection. Why does it feel like we're celebrating this? Yeah, that's wild. Well, I do believe in stepping up security at a time like this. Donald Trump was trying to have a rally tomorrow. He ended up having to cancel it. But he was definitely planning to to celebrate it, but he canceled that press conference. Instead, he's going to be doing his talking points at a rally in Arizona that's January 15th. I, I, I highly doubt Trump was planning to do something to celebrate it. That would be an admission of guilt. It was a news conference, <laughs> but why would you do it like that particular day? I wanna, but I want to know what happened to be on that day. But it's not just him, though. That's my point. It's like people, uh, net, news network, CNN, MSNBC, they're planning to commemorate January 6th. Like, why? Yeah, I I mean, I understand saying that we got to heighten security. That's about it. And, you know, I feel like it's been a year. We still haven't come to terms with all of the things that need to be done. There's people who still feel like they didn't do anything wrong. Here's one Capitol rioter who was talking about what happened that day. I don't have anybody to throw under the bus, nor would I anyway. Um, And I just, uh, what I'm saying doesn't fit their narrative because they would like me to come forward and say that it was planned. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Everybody thinks that people had all these plans of going in the building. And not to my knowledge, I was in touch with some pretty right-wing people and uh, we never heard anything about that. So he thinks he did nothing wrong. Man, it's not just him though. You gotta prosecute Mm -hmm. those politicians who were behind it as well. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, there was an attempted coup of this country. I love saying that because it's true. There's an attempted coup of this country. And I, I still feel like the consequences of that have, have, have not been severe enough. Well, the January 6th committee is seeking cooperation from Fox News' um, Sean Hannity. And they also released text messages between him and the White House. And they said he wrote that he was very worried about the next 48 hours beforehand. And... Uh, they also asked Hannity, with the counting of the electoral vote scheduled for January 6th at 1 p.m., why were you concerned about the next 48 hours? 
And so they said that it appears that Sean Hannity has detailed knowledge regarding President Trump's state of mind and engaged with the former president numerous times. The committee also said that Sean Hannity spoke directly with Trump on January 5th about his planning for January 6th and on January 10th, when Sean Hannity may have raised a number of specific concerns about his possible actions in the days before the January 20th inaugural. So this investigation is ongoing and it's been a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, what up? This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is your boy, Tony Ward, DJ Henry. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Hey, DJ Henry, I wanted to ask you a question, son, happily. Um, do you think it should be some type of mandate for these players in the NFL going into the playoffs that least their mandate of they have to wear masks because at any time a certain team could lose a certain player in a certain position that could affect their whole playoff run? You mean wear masks when they play football? No, not while they're playing football. I'm just saying, you know, out, you know, when they, they're not on the field. They already wear masks on the sidelines. Yeah, they wear masks on the sidelines, and I think they're supposed to wear masks when they're out and about. That's the whole, you know, COVID protocol stuff, so I think they should. My son wears a mask when he goes out. Uh, well, he tells me he does. He should be wearing a mask. They have to wear masks in school, so, I mean, I think it's just smart to wear your mask. Or how about, you know, some type of not, I wouldn't say, like, in the bubble, Certain, to a certain extent, but just the, close to the back because at any time you can lose the offensive lineman, a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, that could happen anytime. I mean, that's the that's the, the thing about COVID. It's, I, I'm, I really think it's inevitable. I think everybody's going to get it, but it's just, you know, trying to, you know, limit yourself from getting it. You at know? some point, we got to learn to live with it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the things Eric Adams said this week that I agree with. One. Okay, yeah, <laughs> At some point, that. you got to learn to live with it. Yeah, I will say with my little kids, I still haven't, you know, let them go back to school as of yet, probably next week. But I, I'm just doing that because I got a baby in the crib and, you know, the baby can't tell me if the baby got a sore throat. The baby can't tell me if the baby got a headache. So I'm just trying to protect the, the newborn. True, yeah, I can feel that. All and right. also, real quick, DJ, mm-hmm. every me a few months ago Uh-oh. back in August, man. How'd I radio shame you, brother? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Coldblood himself, uh, you know, calling up there for the, the DJ equipment. The beat? The back beat? in August. Oh, you called for DJ equipment? Damn, you insulted him and then forgot about him? I definitely didn't, didn't remember right. his call. Hi, 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 how you doing this morning, Miss Juice Queen herself? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm eating some fruit right now. But how's the DJ thing going, brother? Well, uh, not too well right now. After that, I'll come last about three months. Uh, well, I'm sorry for hurt, hurting your heart, brother. What's your DJ name? DJ Big Tone Platinum Status in the building. Hashtag that. I'm, send, I'm, send, I'm sending you healing energy, King. Right, bro, I'm sending you healing energy. That's, hey, you manifest that. I'm sending you healing energy. There's no way that fits in the Instagram. <laughs> There's no way you have an at name. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? Good morning. My name is Yvonne. Good morning, man. Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, I just want to shout myself out. It's my birthday today, so you know, I just want to hey, give myself a shout. Congratulations, King. Happy and, birthday, and, and I truly mean that. When you make it to another year, you got to tell people congratulations, man. Age is a blessing. How old are you? Absolutely. I just turned 26. Congratulations, okay. King. Live it up, man. Happy Enjoy birthday. it. Get it, Capricorns. Hey, you already know. Can I shout my Instagram out real quick? Go ahead, brother. All right, it's T-K-E-Y underscore base. 
B A S S nine six. All right, brother. Have a Take good a one. deep breath, man. Take a deep breath for everybody who can't. Sure. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. All right, brother. Love you too, King. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Kwame from Harrisburg, PA. Kwame hey, from PA, Kwame. what up? Get it off your chest, brother. How y'all, How y'all doing? I've been a fan since 2011. Ray J. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. How are you, King? Nah, what's going on, y'all? Now, I just wanted to um, get off my chest and um, point out how the Commonwealth is really um, getting over on us. And definitely in PA, um, I want to point... I really want Charlamagne to give DCP, Dauphin County Prison, the donkey of the day because it's they don't focus on reform at all. It's, it's no programs for us to really re-enter and back into the community out here, and it's it's hard for us. And I got um, I mean, I wish I was more of a a public figure, not even just a public figure, just had access to really affect my community. I think we should start grabbing these young kids at the ages of ten and really following them until they get to college. And well, you can, yeah. King. Like, don't, like, don't ever think that you're not a public figure because you are. You know what I mean? You, 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 you are somebody in your community. I'm sure. Or uh, you know enough people that you could put your arm around some of these youngins and, and, and give them some of your game. You know, you live. You, you got, you got life experience, King. Yeah, I'm 25, so I'm, um, I'm young. I'm young myself, but this is the first step for me. Just really getting my voice out there a little bit. And and also too, when it comes to the prison system, man, that's something that I've been saying for years. It ain't just where you at. Like there is no reform. They call them correctional facilities, but they're not correcting nobody in there. They're not giving you no mental health care, no emotional health care. They're not helping you to really further your education. They're not teaching y'all no trade so y'all can come out here and really be productive in society. Not at all. No, keep pushing, man. Keep trying to build the youth out there, brother. Nah, no doubt. Thank you for letting me. I mean, get on. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? It's me, just me. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Envy. Good, good morning, Yee. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Unc. Peace, King. What up, brother? Get it off hey, your good chest. Morning. I just want to send, uh, I'm just sending some, uh, sending and just trying to send and receive some positive vibes on this, uh, on this, uh, happy new, happy new year to you guys. Just sending and receiving some positive vibes right now. I'm, uh, I'm at work. I work at the gas station. I do the night shift. So, I, you know, I'm up. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Cali. So I, I just want to send and receive some positive vibes. That's it. Hey, I'll take all that positive energy, King. Thank you. And, and sending that positive energy and love and light right back to you, brother. Thank you. I need it. I need it, man. I need it. I need it, man. I just uh, bless the world. Uh, bless everybody. Uh, thank you guys uh, for answering. Uh, you guys have a great day. And be safe out there. They say LA's a little crazy right now, so be safe out there. Oh, I'm, I'm from LA, but I live up north. I'm in Northern California. We, we, I, I moved from down there because, you know, my time almost came. So I got from down there. For the for these for the reasons y'all see now, that's all on the news, and uh, yeah, it's it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. I, I we be talking all day about that. It's bad. What you mean your time almost came? They try to rob you? Uh, no, no, the uh, the, the, uh, the messing around down there, you know, getting into some tax. People pull up unmarked. You feel me? We thinking it's the cats up the street. You know, um, whole time it's the people. Police. And, uh, it almost got ugly. It almost got ugly. It almost got ugly. I walked up to the car, knocked on the window, all kind of. Shit. Are yeah, you telling us that you're selling drugs and you almost sold to an undercover? Is that what you're telling us? No, no, I did my time for that already. I did my time for that already. Years ago, I just oh, okay. I ain't, I've been off that. No, no, I just, we get into it with some cats up the street. 
an unmarked car pull up. We thinking it's the cats up the street, and the whole time it's it's some people. And uh, it almost got ugly because you know we thinking that you know. And then I just I ran, <laughs> went to jail. All right, you ain't got to stitch on yourself. We get it. We get it. We get it. But thank God you're right there. Three dollars and ate the weed. Three dollars and ate the weed with a sixty thousand dollar bill. I left LA and never went back. Well, I hope I'm glad you changed your life, brother. Uh, definitely, man. I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. No, right, you're striving. I don't want to hear you say you're trying. You're striving. You are. Okay. New word. Yes, <laughs> you are. Don't say you're trying. Word, you word. are. You're in the process. You're doing it. Well, have a blessed day. Be yeah, safe out there, brother. Same to y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Later. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes. And what would make Jason Derulo fight two men in Vegas? We'll tell you what happened. Sock passe on my Haitian massive, baby. All right. We'll get into that next. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jason Derulo was involved in an altercation. This happened in Vegas Tuesday morning. And here is what it sounded like. There is video available. Hey, yo, why you slap him, dog? Hey, yo, why you slap him? Hey, Usher, f*** you, bitch. Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Hey, yo. Don't touch my boy! So apparently it seems like somebody called him Usher and said, F you, bitch. And this was at the Aria Hotel in Vegas, and they exchanged some words. And then after that, you see that Jason Derulo is in handcuffs. Not sure if he ended up getting arrested for real or if it was just a detaining situation. Now, I wonder what set him off in that situation. Was it the fact that uh, he got called Usher or the fact he some, they called him the B-word? It was something before that because he was like, why you slapped my boy? And then he said it, and he went back and two-pieced him again. But some people deserve to get two-pieced. I ain't going to front. Not by Jason Derulo, though. Let Jason Derulo uh, people around him handle that. Because it makes the lawsuit that much bigger when you do it yourself. Yeah, I mean, you're right. But people think they can say whatever they want to say, and then you just walk all by. But sometimes you get a you know a little bloody mouth, and you, you never Jason do that again. Derulo and sometimes people talk crazy, especially <laughs> in Vegas when people get drunk, because a lot yeah. of times people go out there to party. And they probably just left the Usher show and was like, oh, dear, Usher, you think it's funny? And I just had a bad mood. I just got in an argument with my girl That's or right. my wife or something now. Y'all made up a whole scenario. I don't know. Y'all done post that meme again about that fake Jason Derulo falling down the stairs. He's Absolutely. tired of it. He's, He's sick tired. of it. He's fed up. All right, dropping the clues bombs with Jason Derulo. And don't you ever forget, Jason Derulo is Haitian, damn it. Sock passe. My boule. All right? All right, now, NLE Chapa is some saying on him that too when he, he hit the has <laughs> he did. a natural herb that he's going to be presenting this year that can work as a BBL and also increase your breast size. He said, for every 3,000 surgeries, there is one death. Let's naturally get the body you want. I am here to assist. An herb that gives you a BBL? Brazilian butler? Yep, and, breast, and increases your breast size. Mm. So, man. Might as well just what? Drink. He said like you want it. <laughs> you might as well just drink almond milk and um do the chant from all you uh, you there, God is me, Margaret. I must, I must, I must increase my bus. Like it, 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 that stuff don't work. Well, yeah, you have to do more than just the chant. You gotta move your arms and do the little exercise. Every yeah, <laughs> you can't take no. By the way, you can't take no pills to change anything. Well, he also said last year, by the end of the year, that he will have herbs that can cure herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and even more STDs. And he has his own herb company, NLE Health and Wellness. So he has incense, sage, uh, he has sea moss, detoxes, a lot of items. Now buy some incense and some sage from him and mm -hmm. some sea moss. All right. But not the BBL Not the stuff pills. for the BBL. Now I'm right. cool. I don't know about the BBL stuff, but there is <laughs> the stuff that cures all those other diseases, right? That's what Dr. CB had, right? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that, I mean, look, it's not 
proven by me to say this, but I'm quite sure that if there's certain things that you take that can uh, prevent you from uh, having those symptoms, but no. I believe in a lot of natural cures for things, period. So I don't really take like Advil or headache medicine or I'll take like ginger and do certain things like that that I know help. I always wonder when people like, you know, we've had holistic doctors come up here. Uh, mm -hmm. Was that Dr. Jesse and... Yeah, Coach Jesse Coach and Dr. Jesse. Amun. Dr. Yeah, Amun. and they talk about um, being able to cure herpes. And I always wonder like why we don't hear more testimonials from people. Is it because they never wanted you to know they had herpes to begin with? I always wondered, you know, did, do they take the vaccine? Because they are herbal doctors and they think everything with herbs. So do they take the vaccine? Yeah, I mean, I I do believe, and they they talked about it when they talked about it when they were up here no, last just time. Everything, everything that's again, because you know, like you said, they have herbs for herpes. Herbs oh, for this. got so you. Do they have herbs for COVID. Like, do they take the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. What's so funny? I don't know if they got herbs for COVID. I don't know. <laughs> well, staying healthy does help. You know, just in general, in case you do get sick, so that you know you can recover faster. That helps in life in general. True. All right, now Summer Walker has accused a contractor of stealing her money. Now she posted on her social media page, posting this to help anyone in Atlanta who may have contacted this person in hopes of re renovating their home. He's stolen $8,000 of my money and left my house a hot mess, not completing any of the work. It'd be your own people. I kept trying to resolve this until he was seen in Buckhead grinning, shopping, probably <laughs> spending up my money, but won't return any of my calls. I've been super nice to him until now. I know he can't afford to go to court, so just warning anyone else out there who could potentially become a victim. Man. I always try to support black-owned businesses, and this is how I get done. It really just became personal when he left my daughter's room a hot mess. Don't smile if you owe me money. Now, no. he posted I prayed for exactly her. <laughs> Happy National Daughters Day is a picture of him and his child, and she posted that. And she said uh, he was referred to me by a friend, but I guess should have just read his comments under his page. He really out here stealing. Beware. Well, when you got resentment for somebody and you mad at somebody, the littlest thing <laughs> piss you off. She ain't say smiling. She said, hey, out there grinning. Grinning. Don't use the word grinning. He grinning. Ain't buckhead grinning. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be mad if I money. paid you because that is one huh. of the hardest things I've had to deal with ever is getting a great contract. Oh, really? Oh, really, tell me about you it. You tell me about it, Yee. Listen, I'm, it's a process that a lot of people end up having to go through, especially if it's in a place where you're not there. Yeah, well, I, well, I tell everybody after having a bunch of contractors were horrible, I tell everybody this. Find out what you need. Tell them to give you a list of the things that you need, nuts, bolts, uh, sheetrock, whatever it may be. You buy it yourself, and you pay the contractors weekly. You pay them for the labor. You get the supplies yourself. That way you don't have to worry about this. It takes a little extra time, but you don't get burnt. Mm -hmm. I think we also got to stop saying things like um, be your own people. And the it, reason I say that be is anyone, because... You, any contractor I've had, any color, they've all been yeah, But up. I'm just talking about in general. Because, you know, like like Angela Rye always says, your skin folk ain't your kin folk. You know what I mean? That, them, them, that she, that, those her people was never your people. Mm -hmm. Okay? I actually have a house going for sale today that I'm listing in Detroit. But that was a process to get that done right. And I'll talk about it later. But I finally managed to... Uh, I got some hacks on how I managed to work this one out. After five years, right? Yeah, it was. It's actually great timing right now. Yeah, truthfully, it is great to have my house on the market, so everything happens for a reason. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. E. Now we got our front page news. Next, what are we talking about? Yes, and we'll be talking about Kentucky. Well, KFC. That's what they call it now. It's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC has a new menu item that they're debuting. I want to see if y'all are down to try this. I, right. I want to. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at the General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. 
Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Mm-mm-mm. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start, Yee? Well, let's start with KFC. They have announced the nationwide debut of Beyond Fried Chicken. They did a two-year testing period, and you know that's fake meat. So it's not real chicken, it's vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So the uh, menu item will be available to purchase at some participating locations in the U.S. starting January 10th. So you can get either the six or 12-piece orders. You can get them a la carte. You can get the combo meals, all of those things. Yeah, I remember they rolled that out a a couple of years ago at select locations. They had the the Beyond Meat because it came, it wasn't in like the red buckets or the red boxes. It was like green. Yeah, they've been trying to perfect it. For the past couple of years, so now they're ready to roll it out. Why do I feel like they sent some up here? I never I, had it. They, I saw it somewhere. All I, right. I don't know if I want to try fake meat from KFC. I would try it. I don't I know why they call it meat. Sauce on it. I just think that's silly to call it chicken. Yeah, it's like, not chicken. They've <laughs> yeah, come up with a different name. They but call it something else. Word up. Well, the brand is called Beyond Meat, so. It's not meat, though. It's not it's even. Beyond it, meat. And it's supposed to be plant based, right? Like the yeah, whole point based. is to stay away from meat at all. So it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, call it Don't like, call it. It's not a chicken. We know that. Call it plicking or something like that. <laughs> or, <laughs> Why no, plicking? for real. Like plicking plant chicken. Like, oh, call okay. it something else. Like, call it something else. Don't call it chicken because it's not a chicken. Yeah, Chickens are offended. Chicken but by says, the way, KFC, we don't identify is KFC. It's no longer plants. Kentucky Fried Chicken. So it's just a KFC. All right, now, a man in Philadelphia was freed from prison yesterday. He spent 37 years, and here is the issue. All right, this is all about Willie Stokes. Uh, The trial witness was charged with perjury. He was convicted of murder. Willie Stokes was convicted of murder in 1984, and he walked out of a state prison. He's now 61 years old Mm. near Philadelphia, and his mother was too nervous to come after there was some earlier disappointments. They thought he was going to come home a lot earlier. There was a lot of red tape that he had to get through. But both detectives offered the witness, in this case, Franklin Lee, a sex for lies deal to help them close out a 1980 murder case. Now, both of those detectives are, are now deceased, so they're not going to get any type of repercussions from this. But basically, um, the witness said that his friend... Uh, commit, uh, confessed to committing this murder during a dice game. And they used that testimony to convict Willie Stokes. And then they actually ended up prosecuting Franklin Lee because Franklin Lee tried to go on the stand and said that he made it up. And then they prosecuted him also after that for perjury. You just confused me like ish. But go ahead. The guy told a fake story. Okay. He was already in jail for some other unrelated charges. And so they told him they would give him a lighter sentence. So he said his friend did it. They just wanted to close out the case. Gotcha. So he accused his friend and said that his friend confessed to him during a dice game that he murdered this person. But truthfully, it didn't happen. And the detectives in that case actually had his girlfriend come down and give him some opioids and have sex with him and gave him some marijuana and told him he would get a lighter sentence. So he was fronting? He was he was lying to his homeboy when he told him? He, he was lying about saying that his friend... He said his friend confessed to him at a dice oh, game. Oh, okay. But he was lying, and he mm. was already in jail for something else, so the detectives were just trying to close out this case. Mm. So mm. they offered this guy a lighter sentence. They gave him his girlfriend. They let his girlfriend come and have sex with him. They let her bring him some drugs. And then when uh, the girlfriend told his mom what she was doing, she said, don't go back down there. And the mom actually said... 
I don't care if you get a thousand years, you're not going to make up a story about somebody else. So he ended up confessing that he lied. But even when that happened, they still kept him in jail all this time. So Willie Stokes ended up just now, just yesterday, getting freed from prison after 37 years for something he didn't do. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about vasectomies. Hey, that's a trending topic in my house. You know, if you were listening yesterday uh, during Donkey of the Day, I gave Donkey of the Day to a man named Chadwick Moore. Chadwick is the editor-in-chief of a platform called Outspoken, and he was on Fox News talking crazy about vasectomies. Do we, do we have any of that audio? Right? Yes. I mean, is this an act of love, or is this really just about consequence-free sex? I mean, why stop at the vasectomy? I think you just lob the whole thing off and become trans. That's what you should do if you really love your wife and want to show her what a supporter of womanhood you are and of the female cause. I mean, consequence-free sex it was what drives the left. It's their religion. They uh, believe in population control. They want fewer people on the planet. So I wonder how, if you were to take this to parts of the world where the population is exploding, like in, I don't know, sub-Saharan Africa, or uh, Central America, I wonder how those men would react to being told that they should have a vasectomy uh, to show how much they love their women. And I hope that these men get, you know, a free uh, box set of Harry Potter when they go in for their snip and some <laughs> Soylent and whatever else they like to do with their free time. Um, fine, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, it does make you less of a man, I'm sorry. First of all, I don't even like Harry Potter. Don't tell my daughter, okay? That's number one. Number two, it does not make you less of a man. And number three, what is wrong with getting a vasectomy because you love your wife or you know you love your 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 significant other like i'm getting a vasectomy because my wife is tired of having children right and you can always <laughs> and you can always change that you can change your mind later on to get them untied and 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 also too it's like yo if your wife my wife has we have four kids right yes. uh, the the youngest is 3 months old right if she's been laying in the hospital bed she's had the baby she's had the c-sections over time at some point she gets tired of being poked and prodded so the least you can do is go have the minor surgery the vasectomy why does she have to lay down and get her tubes tied again right right so i don't i don't i don't understand where this whole less of a man thing comes from because we want because our wives want us to get vasectomies i i have no problem doing that well fm i'm 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 getting a vasectomy this year i got six kids i i shoot up the club all the time i don't miss my uh, pullout game is tar- my terrible. My pullout game is horrible. So, so I, I have no problem getting a vasectomy, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all juice, no seats. Absolutely, and I'm not gonna wear a condom. No. I mean, I'm when not, it comes to family sex. planning, I feel no. like that's a decision that the couple makes. As a couple, <laughs> you decide if you want to have kids. If you don't want to have kids, <laughs> if you want to try to have kids any way you can. If you decide no more kids, that's a couple of decisions. That's why I don't understand how you politicize vasectomies. How did, how did vasectomies become a liberal thing? I'm not doing that for any political choice. I'm doing that because it's a marital choice. Yeah, it's my that's choice. It. I'm cutting my whatever, whatever it's called. Uh, I'm going wireless, baby. You don't know what it's that's called? What, yeah, I'm going wireless. <laughs> I'm going wireless. Right, there you go. Okay. Bluetooth me. I'm going wireless. I'm not, my, my, hell, I'm my, not planning what day it could because you could be. No. When my wife said no. it to me, we started doing the research. I started looking and I'm like, all right. And if I change my mind, I can untie it. But I'm not going to change my mind. I'm is that not. what they do? They just tie it? They knotted, I thought. I don't know. They cut it and it says uh, the they male. They knotted or they cut it? The male. Just like a shoelace. Yeah, they says they cut and know, tied stuff or sealed so as to prevent sperm from entering into the urethra. All okay. juice, no seeds. Yeah, I'm okay. with you. So right. What is the question? What are we asking people? I want to talk to people who've, you know, had, a had, it, had it done before. 
And um, I just want to know what they think about, you know, Chadwick Moore's comments that it makes you less of a man. I'm going to see if I can get get, get uh, the, the good brother Cromartie on the line. Now, Cromartie has had a vasectomy. No, nah, I don't want to talk to Don't go to his doctor. <laughs> it did work nah, for him. Salute to, uh, to, to you, Antonio. Drop three, on the clues bombs for Antonio. He had three kids after the vasectomy. Yeah, Antonio Cromartie, of course, NFL player, ex-NFL player. Yeah, it didn't work for him. Yeah, that, that knot wasn't tied tight enough. Like, they didn't... <laughs> They cut the wrong wire. Let me so. see if I can get him on the line. No, I, I no, want to know no, the procedure. No. What, man? I don't want to talk to you. We got to know that, too. Let me see if I can get him on the line. I need, right. I need one that works. They did say... <laughs> don't recommend your doctor. are almost 100% effective, but not right away. It takes three Ain't months. Ain't no damn 100%. He had three. They said but, almost. And then they said it takes about three months for your semen to become sperm-free. And I must say, Antonio Cromartie is a special case. That man clearly has super sperm. Okay. And everything that he shoots out is meant to hit its target. All right. They said only one to two in 1,000 men have a vasectomy that fails. I'm not comparing myself to Antonio Cromartie. <laughs> he's different. He's, he's Dropping different. the food bombs for Antonio Cromartie and his sperm. All right. Okay. You shout out his sperm? That's, That's right. 800-585-1051. <laughs> have you had a vasectomy? Call me up right now. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Hey. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about a vasectomy. Vasectomies, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Charlemagne gave uh, somebody donkey today yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I gave donkey today to Chadwick Moore. He's the editor-in-chief of a, a platform called Outspoken, and he was on Fox News. He was actually on Tucker Carlson's show. Tucker Carlson wasn't there. Uh, I forgot. What's the guy's brother's name? Sean. Uh, he's not a brother, but Sean. Uh, Sean Duffy, I think his name is, was filling in. But he was talking crazy about vasectomies. Can we listen? Okay. I mean, is this an act of love or is this really just about consequence-free sex? I mean, why stop at the vasectomy? I think you just lob the whole thing off and become trans. That's what you should do if you really love your wife and want to show her what a supporter of womanhood you are and of the female cause. And I hope that these men get, you know, a free uh, box set of Harry Potter when they go in for their snip and some Soylent <laughs> and whatever else they like to do with their free time. Um, Fine, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, but um, uh, it does make you less of a man. I'm sorry. So he says, if if I get a vasectomy, I need to get a Harry Potter DVD after. <laughs> that, that's one of the things he said. He said it makes you less of a man. And he said, you know, if you're going to get snipped, you might as well just, you know, go ahead and have the whole surgery and cut your whole pee pee off and become trans. And you know, the reason this hit me is because you know that has been a conversation that's been going on at my house for, for, for some months. You know, my wife wants me to get a vasectomy. You know, we got four daughters. You know what, our, our last daughter was born in September. She's three months old now. So it's like, she's tired of having kids. I don't know if y'all realize it or not. I've never experienced it, but I've been there for all of them. Pregnancy hurts, yeah. right? It's not the most pleasant experience, you know, for women. And at a certain point, they get tired of it. And Correct. the way my wife explained it to me made perfect sense. She was like, why do I got to go get my tubes tied? I done laid down four different times, had a baby, you know, had a C-section before. It's like, why do I got to continue to get poked and prodded? I'm like, you're 100% correct. I didn't even ask my wife. I told my wife. I didn't say go get your... No, I said, I'm going to get my tubes tied. I, I don't know the procedure. Oh, you told her you're going to get your tubes tied? Well, you know, a vasectomy. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. going to get snipped okay. in whatever it is. But yes. 
like like I said, I'm I'm horrible at pulling out. Uh, I shoot the club up a lot. I I'm not gonna wear a condom. So what am I not gonna have sex? No, I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna tie my tubes. I love. If not, I'll have 22 kids. I know. I hear what Chadwick Moore is saying. Um, I love my wife. This is not a a, a political choice. It's a marital choice. I have no problem going to get my cable cut off. Yeah. I, okay. I, I called Cromartie, Antonio Cromartie, of course, ex-Jet. Uh, he didn't answer his phone this morning. He's probably <laughs> watching one of his kids. Probably kids kept him up late last night. But, you know, he's had it, and he had three kids after it. He's not a good example. <laughs> Antonio Cromartie is an anomaly. He's got super sperm. His sperm is different than all of us. Okay, God has a plan for him and his sperm. That's not That's not my route. I don't even want to know his doctor. Right. Don't even recommend who who he went to. But yes, I don't have a problem with vasectomies. And I really want to talk to people this morning. I want to talk to guys who've gotten vasectomies. And, you know, I just want to know what they think of, of Chadwick Moore's comments. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? Jared. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Now, you got a vasectomy, bro? Yes, sir. Oh, word? How old were you when you got it? Uh, actually, my current age, 31. Oh, wow. So well, man, tell, tell, the tell us the story. Well, what's the backstory? What made you get it? Yeah, and how- uh, so I have three kids. Um, my wife and I, we had a conversation. Uh, we wanted to have our kids, you know, early. I didn't want to be old. Uh, my dad was 55 when I was born, so I was like, I didn't want to be uh, super old having kids. And uh, all three of my kids were a teacher. So my wife went through a lot with our three kids, so I was like, Hey, that's right. No, them C sections will do it. My wife had to have a C section with our with our second daughter. She didn't for our third and fourth, thanks to you know Dulé extraordinaire Latham Thomas, Luther Latham Thomas. But yeah, man, those C sections is rough. Those surgeries is rough. So why put your wife through having to get her tubes tied? You know, having to get poked and prodded. So what's the procedure, brother? Tell us what happens, man. Do you feel it? How long is the surgery? What? what tell us. Um, so you're actually uh, awake. You actually see them uh, do the whole procedure. It's, it's an outpatient surgery. Oh. It literally takes about 15 minutes. Really? So it's like a circumcision almost. Um, less less painful than a circumcision. Um, there actually is no like blood. No, they give you like a. Uh, I want to say almost like if somebody thumped your your, your almost to numb it, and then they cut the uh, oh. the urethra. Wow. And... So, so the doctor rubs your, and then he. What? That sounds like a good time. <laughs> then, then he just he just cuts your cable uh, not, off. Yeah, he, he cuts it and then cauterizes it. So like you can actually see them kind of like burn it a little bit, and so then that's it. Do you feel like less of a man? <laughs> no, of course not. Okay. So wait a minute. So the doctor rubs your your testicles, he cuts it, and then you got to put ice on it, right? No, you don't put ice on it. Um, they give you like a jock strap just to kind of keep you all together, so that way you don't feel minimal soreness. Um, you go home, lay down. After that, the next day, um, you up and moving around. You now, got- does it does it impact your ejaculation? That was the big. That was the thing I was thinking about. I know. I know you all juice no seeds, but it doesn't make the does it make the orgasm for you feel different? No. Okay. 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 All right. Well, and and how long do you have to wait till you can have sex? Uh, they say wait about seven to six days. Um, I would say it depends on the person, but yeah, I would definitely wait roughly that, about five to seven days. And that's before you can ejaculate on anything. Sore. That's any so, on anything. Yeah. So that means that, that seventh day, boy, you shooting up the whole house. <laughs> have you, but listen, have you had sex since the surgery? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, I'm just I making. I just want to make sure. So, it, so it shoots yeah, out the I same way. It don't sputter. Let's just what? Huh? What? I didn't want to know if it's okay. Never, thank you, sir. You've yeah. asked enough questions. Let's go to another line. Because these are questions out? I have. I want to know. I want to know. 
800-585-1051. We're talking vasectomy. Charlemagne, uh, he, he's thinking about getting one. I'm not I, thinking about it. I'm definitely getting one. I'm getting one, too. Uh, so we're asking. We're just asking, you know, your thoughts. If you got one before, how it felt, what was the procedure, all that. So That's all. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I am it. Don't with that. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you're just joining us, we're talking about vasectomies. Vasectomies. Now, this conversation came from Charlamagne. Well, yeah, yesterday I gave Donkey the day to Chadwick Moore. Uh, he's the editor-in-chief of a platform called outspoken and he was on Fox News and he had this to say about vasectomies. I mean, is this an act of love or is this really just about consequence-free sex? I mean, why stop at the vasectomy? I think you just lob the whole thing off and become trans. That's what you should do if you really love your wife and want to show her what a supporter of womanhood you are and of the female cause. And I hope that these men get, you know, a free uh, box set of Harry Potter when they go in for their snip and some Soylent <laughs> and whatever else they like to do with their free time. Um, Fine, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, it does make you less of a man. I'm sorry. And I, I, I just simply disagree with all of that. Like, you know, number one, I don't think it makes you less of a man. Number two, it is an act of love because, you know, my wife wants me to get a vasectomy. She's, we got four kids. The youngest is three months. You know, she's done had, she's had every type of pregnancy there is. She's had the natural birth because they didn't have the uh, anesthesia the for her. Uh -huh. She had the c-section and so it's just like why should she have to go get her tubes tied and get poked and prodded when i can just go have that minor snip 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 hello who's this hey sorry this is jason cpr instructor from houston texas good morning dj envy hey jason you charlamagne the guy i'm on the breakfast club what's good happening king gang what's happening good morning now you got a, a vasectomy brother yes sir man i was uh we had three kids uh my wife talked me into the fourth <laughs> we had our fourth one, and I was done. Then my fifth one was our surprise. Oh, uh, you got it after so the vasectomy? No, no, no. Oh. We got pregnant. We got pregnant with the fifth one, and I was done. I knew I was done. My oh. wife was eight months pregnant. I said, "Man, I can't. I can't. This is it." So it was your choice. So we went to the yeah. We went to the urologist. Yeah, it was my choice. I said, she was mad at me at first, but I was telling her, "Look, I'm done. I got five kids." I kept saying to myself, five kids, five kids. I can't do no more." So now, me and my wife is looking crazy like we did. She's eight months pregnant. Walked into the urologist's office and got the got the procedure. Man, it was it wasn't bad though. Now you know it's so crazy. The guy Chadwick Moore said that you know uh, liberals are are getting vasectomies because we, we we want population control. Um, no, I just want control in my house. <laughs> I want less people in my house. That's all. Man, <laughs> that's it, it. Let me tell you, man, it's expensive. Man, it's a lot of mouths to feed. I gotta. Teach a lot of CPR classes to get these mouths fed. <laughs> so everything's cool? Like, you know, like you still ejaculate the same way, you know, it comes out the way it used to? No, let me tell you, everything's cool. Everything comes out the same. But like you said, it's all juice, no seed. Now, now my wife, she has talking mess once or twice. Uh, you know, probably had a little too much drink. Saying, "Ah, you're broken." I said, "Oh wow. man!" Whoa, whoa, wait whoa, a minute now, 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 now. Wait, but, but listen, I do. I'm saying all juice, wow. no seeds, but I'm saying that as a joke. Does it? Does it? Is the texture of it different? Like everything is the same. It's just wow. It, there's nothing active in it. So when your wife gets with drunk, she'd be like, "It don't really work. It's halfway working." She, she said, "She." It's you been like three years now, and huh? she's mentioned it like twice. 
And those three years, she was like, she maybe she a little tipsy or whatever, but she was like, all right, you're broken. You're not 100%. I'm like, man, hold Damn. up. <laughs> she basically telling you that, you know, when you shoot the club up now, you're shooting with blanks. She's like, put that fake gun away. There ain't no real pistol. Damn it, man. Now, now she's only said it twice in three years, but man, those they stung, they stung pretty bad. That got to hurt, though. It's all good. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, King. If your wife says to you, you shoot up the club with all blanks. That might make me feel. My wife bro. would definitely not say that. See, his wife is different because his wife didn't want him to get the vasectomy. Oh, that's true. My wife wants me to get the vasectomy. That, 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 that is true. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Rick. Good morning, y'all. What's happening? Rick, good morning. What's up with you, brother? Man, I'm, I can't call it other than I'm petrified to get my genitalia uh, snipped on, brother. I'm, there's two. There's two situations with this. For Talk me. to me. There's one. It's one that where I feel like I got family and friends who can't have kids, you know? And then if I go try to take out what the Lord has given me, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm slapping God in the face almost. How know? many kids you got, and brother? Second, hmm. I got three. You know, why, you, you know why I say that's hogwash? Because uh, you've pulled out before and you've wore condoms. I've wore condoms. I ain't never pulled out. See, with me, brother, I'm, <laughs> I'm only not... I'm only not uh, Never wore protection with 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 my wife. You okay, and I made I was smart because I didn't want no babies when I was younger. See, and you never pull out. You shoot the club up every time, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? it's just bang bang, brother. It's so, like wow. you gotta empty the whole clip. Excuse me. So why do you need the vasectomy? Why do you? Does your wife want you to get it, or you want it? Yeah, bro. It's so we can do it for health reasons. She can get off that birth control. Oh, that's you know real. I mean? That's okay. real. That that's real. Sense. That's real. How many kids y'all got? Like like three of them, bro. What you mean, got like three, three of them? them? Either you got you. you why you say like a, 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 a like you playing spades? I got two. In the How many spades you got? Like 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 three? Like what you either got three or you don't? <laughs> nah, bro. I got three babies, so they spread out, bro. How many you um? How many? How old were you when you? How, how, oh, you're planning to get the vasectomy. You haven't got it yet. Yes, sir. And I'm scared as all get out to get it. I was 18 when we got. I had our first one. You know. Kind of like when it comes to my my my, my baby's brother Envy. I've been with mine for 15, 16 years, and uh, we've been together ever since in the high school. So how old are you? Going to, I'm 35. Matter of oh, fact, yeah, I don't go. know if y'all remember, but uh, I'm that guy who was that that toolmaker apprentice man, and I just want to shout out love to y'all for helping me get through that apprenticeship. I'm a tool and die maker now. I've been plugging in with y'all, so we need more black. Tool and die makers in the world. I'm saying that out loud for all the other brothers who like working with their hands. All right, brother. That's where it's at. All right, King. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. I appreciate y'all. Be careful getting snipped. I'm definitely... I'm, <laughs> Be careful. I'm going to get my cable turned off. Oh, my goodness. When you going? Uh, I don't know. I haven't made the appointment yet. We, I, think, we, I think Black History Month would be appropriate. We should go together. No, we should Make it a show. No, we, we both hold not. hands and be a bromance I, I, and we both get no, out no. and get snip snip. No, I don't do performative stuff like that. Nope, <laughs> not at all. I'm all. The only reason I'm even really talking about it because of what Chadwick Moore said yesterday and it was like, why would he say that? So you don't want to go with me? No, I don't. You talk about brothers helping each other, hugging each other and, and healing and all that, but you don't want to go with me? Go I'll, with go, I'll go if you ice my balls first. <laughs> That's what you see. You got to be you the doctor's assistant. You always go too far. No, yeah. I'm not. I asked you as what? You always go too far. What, we got rumors on the way. Then yes. no, the moral of the story. Oh, what's the moral uh. of the story? I ain't icing your balls, bro. Just know that vasectomies are not a political choice. It's, it's a marital choice. Simple as that. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
Yeah, let's do some good news. We'll tell you about Moneybag Yo, and we'll tell you what he is quitting. And then we'll talk about Shaq and some nice presents that he bought over the holidays for some kids. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Pooh Shiesty has pleaded guilty to one charge in his federal case. That means he's no longer facing a possible life sentence. So this resulted in prosecutors agreeing to suggest no more than a 97-month prison sentence, which is eight years and one month. The judge does not have to heed to that recommendation, though. He faces up to 20 years in prison. Now, he did say a couple of months ago that he intended to take a plea deal in his federal robbery case. So that one charge that he is uh, pleading guilty for is conspiracy to possess a firearm and furtherance of violent and drug trafficking crimes. Well, I hope, I hope um, you know, Pooh Shiesty doesn't have to go to jail for 20 years or whatever. You know, because I, I think he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. And I salute his mom, his mom, Gladys. And I think he's got a, a bright future ahead of him. It's just that, you know, sometimes it's very hard to make that transition from the from the, the streets to, to the industry. To industry. Mm-hmm. All right, now Kodak Black is saying he wants to do a versus against Jay-Z. What do you guys think about that? He said, I'll do a versus with Jay-Z. If he win, he get 15% of my catalog. I win, he makes me vice president of Rock Nation. People just be talking to Jay-Z like he's just a one-hit wonder recently, and I don't know why. Well, listen, first of all, I love Kodak Black, and y'all know I love Hov, but it's just a generational thing. And his, he's, he's a rapper. How is he supposed to feel? Jay-Z is the bar, right? He's the, the, the top dog in hip-hop still. How is Kodak Black supposed to feel? Who else he supposed to challenge? <laughs> and I think the main thing for this right now is Jay-Z saying that nobody could see him. So that's probably that's why. rap. That's what yeah. rappers do. And that's what made Kodak Black say, I'll see you. That's right. Jay supposed to feel that way. He's And by the way, he's always felt that way. And the young rappers like Kodak and whoever else are supposed to feel that way too. How is he supposed to feel? You're right. But they be, they be talking, the last couple of weeks, they've been talking about Jay like Jay is a one-hit wonder. I don't know. I don't think that. No, I, don't. I just think that they these people have confidence in their catalogs. Plus, if you want to challenge somebody, you want to go against... The best. Mm-hmm. That's what rap is about. But do you think he could win? No. No. But no, no. Not to me. No. But I'm 43 years old. This is, it's, it's generational for me. It's, 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 a, it's kids Kodak age that would love Kodak over Jay-Z. All right, now Moneybag Yo has said that he is quit lean, no more Waukesha. He went on Twitter. He said, I used to think being sober would F with my creative process. I see that's just a mind thing because I've been more active, skin glowing, and I've been dropping nothing but pressure. No more Waukesha. If you guys recall, when he was on The Breakfast Club, here's what he had to say about lean. Do you feel like you need that Waukesha to, to, to keep your, your lyrics going and to keep your records big? Like, it's one of those things that... I feel like my, my mind most definitely stronger than that, but... Like, some people do need motivation. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So I feel like when I'm in the studio, that is my motivation. Smoking and, you know what I'm saying, just vibing. What's the longest you've gone without doing any lean or anything? Like a year. I went a year. Mm -hmm. That's real. I mean, God gave that brother a talent, you know, way before somebody gave him, you know, some lean. So tap into into that talent, not, not the lean. Well, I'm glad he doesn't feel like he needs it as a crutch anymore. Sometimes you think you rely on something, you're used to doing it, mm-hmm. and then you stop doing it and you realize it could be even better. That's why I said God gave that brother a talent way before somebody gave him some lean. So tap into the talent. All right, now 2 Chains bought Rolexes for his entire team, and that's ahead of his final Trap album coming out. He said, bought 13 brand new Rollies, box and paper for the team for Christmas. I appreciate all of y'all. Thank you and thank me later. That's dope. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, that's, these are all positive things. And I'm going to tell you what Shaq did. He also made the holiday season happier. And this is for some kids. He surprised a bunch of kids at an elementary school in Georgia. He gave them free PS5s, Nintendo Switch systems, and other items. He gave them some bikes, all kinds of things. Here he is on Gary Vee's Audio Experience Podcast. As long as I'm on this earth, I'm always trying to do what I can to make sure kids get good toys. I don't do promotion. <laughs> good toys. You know, I called... <clears throat> I call, you know, all my friend from Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> got about a thousand Switches sent out. I got about a thousand PS5s. I went to Walmart and got bikes. So, you know, yesterday at this little elementary school in McDonough, Georgia, kids were crying, kids were happy. And that's what it's all about. Shaq been doing that for a long time. So, uh, shout yeah. to Shaq. Drop on the clues, bonds for Shaq. All right. And Aaliyah, there's a posthumous album, Unstoppable, that's going to be coming out this month. So they are saying right now that there are some features. Barry Hankerson did confirm some of uh, these features. And Barry Hankerson is her uncle, who she is also signed to on Black Round Records. So uh, they said Drake will be on there. Future will be on there. You already heard the song that she put out, Poison, featuring The Weeknd. And I ain't heard that. Oh, well, that's the song out now. The Weeknd and Aaliyah? Yeah, that song is out now. Oh, wow. That's Aaliyah's record? Mm-hmm. I know the weekend, her album. I know The Weeknd is dropping this weekend. Yeah, so that's Poison featuring The Weeknd. On a, uh, that's her single mm-hmm. from that album. All right, and that is your rumor reports. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, let's get to the People's Choice Mix. Get your request. Man, what are you talking about? You on oh, drugs? Well, I'm bugging. I'm, you, I'm, you ended the show? I'm, I definitely no, ended you on the drugs? show. I'm a little bit. I need to be. I need to be home. But damn, I, I'm thinking of this. You can't say that. You talk about me about missing the mix. You, you can't know say words. that. You can say what you can't say. Well, I, I don't I'm, know if I can do this donkey today. Then, you can eat groceries. There's no way to do this donkey without saying eating groceries. I'm, I'm not going to pay right. my meter. I'm leaving. Or eating groceries. Four after the hour. Uh, Pat, what's the, what is it called? Paps, Paps Blue Ribbon Beard needs to come to the front of the congregation. What? We'd like to have a word with them. All right. When we I'll, come I'll, back. I'll make it all make sense like Sh- I usually do. Charlemagne's talking eating groceries when mm-hmm. we come back. How could I miss that? How was I going to miss that? How I ain't talking about groceries. That's an old reference. I don't know if they know that. I'm talking about eating. <laughs> what? <laughs> Salads. All right, we'll get to it next. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You're checking out The Breakfast Club. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. It's all fun and games till someone screenshots your message. Say goodbye to Morning After Guilt with Dat Chat. This new encrypted social platform can help you stay truly private. No screenshots, recordings, or leaked messages. Get Dat Chat for iPhone and Android at the App Store or... Find it at datchat.com forward slash envy. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Uh, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 5th goes to Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Is that even how you pronounce Pabst? I don't know. I'm sure the B is silent, but it wouldn't be past Blue Ribbon Beer, would it? I don't know. Just let the record show I am not a beer drinker. Uh, my father used to let me sip out his Budweiser every now and then when I was a young lad, which is probably one of the contributing factors to why I'm a little off today. And in my early 20s, I used to drink a lot of beer. Heineken, Coronas, Bud Light, Michelob, Money B. I blame you for that. A salute to Money B when he said weekends were made for Michelob on I Get Around. I felt that. Okay, you influenced 
all of that, right? But what but what you quickly realize is that beer puts weight on you fast. And when you my height, which is about five six, maybe five seven, depending on my posture, okay, when you that height and you get to like two hundred pounds because of beer and you start seeing Eric Cartman from South Park staring back at you in the mirror, then it's time to put the tall boys down. Now I never drank uh blue ribbon, Pap's blue ribbon beer. All right, sipped it once and it was gross. The irony of this story is that some would say that Pap's Blue Ribbon tastes like ass. Well, as someone who has tasted both, let me be the first to tell you, Boonkey tastes better. All right, way better. Mm-hmm. Now, for anyone out there who drinks Pap's Blue Ribbon, God bless you, uh, Leonard McKelvey, Uncle Shala, I want better for you. That's first and foremost. But I wonder how many people are drinking Pap's Blue Ribbon. All right, I really want to know because on January 3rd via Twitter, it seems like they were really reaching for attention. All right. See, the reason they are getting donkey today is because on January 3rd, 2021, nobody, and I mean nobody, said a damn thing to Pap's Blue Ribbon. And they decided to tweet out, and don't you dump this, Red, okay? Because I need to, this needs to be in context. They tweeted out, not drinking this January with a question mark. Try eating ass. <laughs> That's the tweet. Okay. That was the tweet. From Pap's Blue Ribbon. I'm not making this up. Go see for yourself. Okay, if we were on TV still, it would be showing right now. But I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that Jada Kiss in 2004 asked a simple question. Why? All right? <laughs> the late, great Larry King told me once, Charlemagne, the best question you can always ask in an interview is why? And that's what I want to know right now. Why? Why did they tweet this? What's the correlation between eating Boonkey and drinking Pap's Blue Ribbon? Once again, I know what you're thinking. Pap's Blue Ribbon tastes like Boonkey. I push back on that. Boonkey tastes better. Now on Twitter, at Through and Through Dave replied to Pap's Blue Ribbon tweet and said, PBR are ass. What's the difference? Valid question. And Pap's Blue Ribbon tweeted back, ask your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm not making any of this. Oh, that's funny. Now, the vice president of marketing for PBR sent out an email and the statement said, we apologize about the language and content of recent tweets. The tweets <laughs> in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of PAPS and our associates. We're handling the matter internally and have removed the tweets from our social platforms. Yeah, all that's great. But once again, why? All right. There's a great movie on Netflix right now called Don't Look Up. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Jennifer Lawrence. I saw critics killing it. I know a lot of people didn't like it. It was getting terrible reviews. Personally, I loved it. I watched it twice over the holidays. Only thing I didn't love about it was the fact that it was labeled satire. There is nothing satirical about it. All right, satire, sketches, spoofs. All right, those things don't hit the same because life as we know it right now, the world we live in is so absurd. All right, the things that used to be considered satire are just real life. And this is another example of that. A tweet like this about derriere dining used to be seen on the boondocks. A tweet like this used to be seen on Chappelle's show. This was on In Living Color. This is something a comedy writer would write. Now, this is our existence. This is our world. And what's sad is, I personally believe folks are sitting around thinking of how to garner attention. Remember that saying, all publicity is good, good publicity? I never used to believe that, but I think it's a lot of truth to it. Especially now, folks don't care about anything but engagement. If it gets retweets, if it gets likes, if it gets people talking, 
That's all folks care about. I just personally want folks to be more creative. If you're going to do it, okay, y'all got hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, whatever it is. If you're going to brainstorm ideas to chase clout, can we dig a little deeper than a bonky buffet? Can we? Huh? Please give Pat's Blue Ribbon the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. All right. Up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? How you doing? My name's Jonathan. Jonathan, what's up? What's your question for Yee? So, uh, I am a musical artist, and uh, I make music, and I'm in a relationship. We've been in a relationship almost two years. Got a beautiful little girl. And, uh, we don't really argue until I go to the studio, and so it kind of it kind of takes a toll a little bit. So I'm kind of trying to see like what's your opinion. Like, should I should I keep going to yo or should I take a break on it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's that arguments about when you go to the studio? Like, like why I be gone so long? Sometimes she'd be like, oh, you probably wouldn't know female stuff like that. And, you know, I, I really don't. I don't do none of that cheating stuff. None of that. You were know. you were you a musician when you guys first met? Yep. So th- you've been doing this. Yes. And so now she doesn't like it. Is it you know how old is the baby? Uh, she is three months. Well, okay. Four months now. And so um, for your girlfriend, has she been? She's been complaining before the baby. Like when did the complaining start? Uh, it, it, I mean it's kind of always been there because mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of always been there, low key. It's like every time I go to a record, it'd be, you know, she was trying to tell me not to go, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. You're asking, should you quit your music career? Is that what you want to do? No, I'm not going to quit. I probably, I would take like a break or something. I just need an outside opinion, you know? Because some people told me, no, don't take no break. Don't do none of that. Just keep doing, you know. I would, I would say a few things because I do believe in life balance and especially with a three month old in the house I know that's probably not easy for her so she may need you around a little more than normal right now in particular and so I can't I can't speak to that as much but I will say that if you want to be successful in music it is a lot of time and dedication that you have to put into it but you also have to put a lot of time and dedication into your relationship and so what I think is that just like she is going to have to compromise, so will you. So what that might mean is that there are certain times that you dedicate to handling your responsibilities with her, just like there's times that you dedicate to handling your responsibilities in the studio. For sure. 
Just like you schedule mm-hmm. studio time, make sure you schedule time to hold down the responsibilities with your woman. So she knows that she's just as important. But I will say this is a common issue for people who are in businesses where they travel a lot or they're expected to be away from home a lot because it isn't easy for the other person to have to deal with, but it does require a lot of communication. Like if she calls you, make sure you answer the phone or that you respond you know, right away. That's important. Is, is there any reason that she should have in the past that she doesn't trust you or is it just she wants you home? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. So you've done things in the past. Yeah, I have. Okay. So I'm sure that's part of it, too. And she's in the process of rebuilding trust with you. And it's hard when somebody goes off the grid like that. So you have to be understanding of that as well. Okay. So when she calls you or when she tries to contact you or text you, are you responsive all the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. I, I always, I always text back. I always, I always answer the phone. You know. And um, has she ever been to the studio with you? I tried to get her to go, but she don't want to sit there quiet for that long. And right. I'm pretty sure my baby ain't gonna sit there quiet for that long. So maybe there's times that you're in the studio working, and she could come and just have lunch with you, and you could leave for a little while, and then go back just to take a break and to be able to see her but just think of the little things that you could do to show her that you're making an effort and that you care but I don't believe that you should give up your career but I do believe you'll have to make certain sacrifices just like for her having a baby she had to make certain sacrifices oh yeah and so I, and like you said you have something to prove because of things that have happened in the past so work on those things okay alright I hope you guys get through it alright thank you and I appreciate it no problem alright All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. There's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, uh, everybody. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, First bro. First time I ever make it to you guys. I'm kind of nervous right now. Welcome. Happy New Year. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year. So, basically, to just, you know, sum it all up, uh, me and my daughter, me and my, me and my uh, baby moms, we had a daughter, and just over the years, we tried to make it work, and, and just we couldn't. And what happened right now is that I'm just caught in a little dilemma where I'm like, I don't know if I should just take her to court and just fight for custody, even though it'll probably be really difficult, but no, I, I still want to go for it. Cause she even withholds her from me, and then she complains like, "Oh, you never, you never wear her." I'm like, "Yeah, cause you know, you, you don't even like tell me." Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's more just because I see my daughter every, you know, literally any other moment I can, mm-hmm. whenever she wants to. It's not a matter of you know, like let's have a set schedule. Now nah, she'll be like, "Oh, now nah, so this this weekend I got something planned with her, so no, you can't." And then she'll call me like last second, like, oh, hey, can you pick her up? I'm like, no, like, I can't do that. You can't just have me on the line. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, come pick her up now. Oh. And it's just other things with my daughter that, you know, she's just not doing properly or at least as well as I would have. Things like my daughter's not cleaning up after herself when she plays or, you know, when she eats and things like that. Mm-hmm. My daughter still can't drive herself properly. And she, you know, she's four years old. I'm not trying to put so much, you know, like I'm not trying to have a perfect daughter, but you know, these are just little things that you you grow up on. But right. if, if you don't, you know, if you're not putting a little bit of effort as you know as we're growing up, then you know it's gonna be difficult teaching her these things. And then like when my biggest thing is that when she plays with toys, she just breaks them and she doesn't really like 
care for her toys like that. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, this just not, does not for me. For me, I'm like, you have to take care of your toys. You have to be nice and gentle with your teens. I mean, she's a little girl. You can't, you know, can't be teaching, oh, yeah, go break your toys. I'm going to go buy a new one because that's going to lead to, like, worse things down the line. Right. Okay, so it's, uh, yeah. it sounds like you guys have a difference in how you want to raise your daughter, but even more urgently, it sounds like you want to make sure that you have a fixed visitation and you need some mediation. And I will say for men who have issues with when they get to see their daughter and the mom using the child as a, a tool against the dad, I do encourage you to get mediation and go to court and do what you need to do because if she goes before you, they'll look at her more favorably. If you initiate things and show that you want to be a responsible father and you want to make sure you see your daughter and that you can alternate and have joint custody and establish that, then she's going to have to abide by those rules. And sometimes when you try to deal with somebody directly and there's emotions involved, as there are in your situation, you guys can't come to an agreement. Yeah. And so I can see that it's really important to you, which I think it should be. It should be important to all dads to be able to see their kids. And I think it's unfortunate when the mother doesn't want that to happen in that way because it's better for her to establish a routine and for you to be around her as much as you can. She should be grateful that you are in your child's life. Yeah, no, I I definitely see that. But one of the biggest points why I never even took her to court is because, well, I'm a I'm a child of like separated parents as well, mm-hmm. and just growing up and seeing my mom and my dad just it wasn't even shade. They were just straight up telling me, "Yo, I, I hate your mom," or "I hate your dad," and just constantly having to be outside right there in Jamaica just because I know both of my parents in a court fighting over me. It's like I, I hated that when I was growing up. Right. And I told her that and they were like, yo, I do not want this for my daughter. And lo and behold, she, you know, she did not care. And she's like, nah, we're going to do it like this. And she, or both of her parents were together. And I'm like, you, you probably won't understand what mm-hmm. she's going to go through. So I, I, I know what she's going to go through. I know what she's going to think. I know what she's going to feel. And it's just, you know, it's just, I hate it right now. Yeah. No, and, and you're right. That's unfortunate. And I do encourage people to also make sure with your children, because you see what you went through as a kid. And did you have anybody to talk to when you were growing up? I definitely not. I have to just manifest that on my own. I have to just make peace with it. And it, it took a lot. Because I would encourage you when you go to court to also get family counseling. And that, that is for you, for the mom to understand how you guys can co-parent together more effectively. And then also for the child to be able to have somebody to discuss her feelings with. And so I think that's important. The awareness that you have of what you were lacking uh, growing up and how that affected you, you want to make sure that doesn't happen for your child. I didn't even know that was a that was an option. <laughs> yeah, the no. Whole time, the whole time the not, not, no, so, not so much for us. Because like, for us, it's like, are we not, we're probably not going to change. But that's not true. So you guys need the proper tools to learn how you can communicate with each other and how to effectively deal with each other. This is somebody you're going to have to deal with. I know. You know, so I think for the benefit of the child, because that's what this is all about. Above everything else, these are things that you have to uh, really fight to implement. I'm just going to have to go for it. Because even though, like, I've been fighting it literally since, like, my daughter was born, I was fighting it, but... Yeah, no, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you have to be really proactive. I guess you're right. (laughs) All right, no, I'm sorry. I can see how frustrated you are, but I will will say mediation, counseling, as far as being able to co-parent and making sure your child has someone to talk to who's a professional. Yeah, because I definitely would have fell down out growing up, so I definitely want to see, you know, her at least have somebody that, you know, can at least... 
bring some light to, to this because she's only four. Yeah. Start it now. She can see what's going on and feel it. All right. Well, good luck to you. All right. Thank you, Angelique. Thank, Thank you. you. Charlamagne. Thank you. Peace, peace, peace. All righty. Have a good one, brother. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Blackest. Michelle Obama made her appearance last night. We'll tell you what happened. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so you guys know it is the eighth and final season of Mm Blackish. And yesterday's episode, That's What Friends Are For, it was the premiere of the eighth and final season, and Michelle Obama was starring on the episode. Now, the way it all starts is there's a When We All Vote fundraiser, there's a surprise guest. And they think the surprise guest is going to be John Legend. They said it's always John Legend. But of course, the mystery guest ends up being Michelle Obama. They hit it off at the fundraiser, and then she ends up going to dinner at their house on Blackish. And here is what happens when, uh, when they announce to the family that there's a guest coming to dinner. Michelle Obama's coming to dinner. What? what? We are actually available to meet Mrs. O. All of you are banned, okay? Because this... This is something that's just for Dre and I. Yes. Mm. No. Excuse that me. Is, that is right. No, it's right. This is no right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all know how I feel about somebody from the government coming in this house. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But we talking about Mrs. Michelle Obama. Come on. Michelle Obama. Oh, what you cooking? She coming to the house for dinner. What's what's you cooking? What's the first thing you cooking? I was wondering would they even let you cook for her because of the Secret mm. Service? Like don't don't they? I mean, it I don't know. The, test the food. I, that's what I see on movies. I don't know if that's in real life. You know what I mean? But I don't. Would they would let, just let her eat at somebody's I, house? I think that would be an acting president. And why she got? No, she got the protection for at least what another fifteen years. What do you think something? they check all the food all the time? I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. I'm asking. I just I don't know. But what happens when they go out to eat at a restaurant? It's the same thing because someone has to cook your food. Do they? No do matter that? where you are. Yeah, they go out. I to saw eat. she was at a restaurant the other day and saw Lonnie Love. And Lonnie Love didn't know she was there, but then they said they came over to her and was like, "Yeah, Michelle Obama's here." She was. I don't know. I seen that McDonald's one time. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they actually sit down together at dinner, and here's what the conversation sounds like. They're in that teenage phase oh. where they never want to be anywhere near their family, oh. like mm-hmm. ever. I, I get it. When our girls were that age, you should have seen how they roll their eyes, especially at their father. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. But it's all love. It's all See, love. it's all love. That's Thank you. That's what we tell ourselves. Listen, right. I will tell myself. <laughs> I hate it. I haven't seen that episode yet, but I hate it. I hate that the fact that everybody tells me it's a phase, but I really can't stand it having a 13-year-old. Yeah, like let me she tell you definitely something. treats me in that way. I used really? to roll my eyes so much when I was younger that my dad used to be like, your eyes are going to get stuck up there if you keep on doing that. I used to do that all the time. My right. son did it for a little bit, but... Mm-mm. Dang, the sons do it? I don't have no sons. Sons do it too? Just for a little bit. I always hear the daughters do it. Nah, I never my, heard the sons do it. My daughters were good. They, my, well, my Madison was good. Logan for a little bit, but then he over it. All right. Well, he know he can beat you now. He can't beat me. No, Logan can he definitely, definitely beat you. He definitely can't beat me. Please. He, got a ca- he broke his hand. He can't beat me. <laughs> he broke his hand. That's the only reason. It's a technicality. <laughs> it's a technicality. <laughs> you better show him now. <laughs> you better show him now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I do want to uh, shout out to our girl Spice. 
and Tuitana. They are two female dancehall artists, and they've been nominated for Best Reggae Album for the Grammys, and they've made history. That's the first time in the Grammys that we have two <clears throat> women vying for that's dope. that award. So that's a huge step uh, for women and making mm-hmm. sure that you can ap- accomplish your goals. So congratulations to both of them. Salute to Spice. All right, now Kanye West and Julia Fox went on a double date with Nori and Neri, his wife, in Miami. So I saw the two of them uh, posting up. So they went to a Broadway play. And... I thought that was in New York. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. It was, it was in New, New York. York. They were in Carbone's in Miami and in New York. Yeah, they went to Carbone. And... Wait, they went to Carbone in Miami and then to a Broadway play in New York? I think oh, you mixed in two no, stars. No, they went to Carbone's on Sunday in Miami. And then Monday they went to a play and then they went to Carbone's in New York. No, I don't think... No, Nori and his wife weren't with them last night. Oh, right. In Miami. Okay. Yeah. Sunday, You're right. Miami. So first they went out in, Miami, in New York, and then they went to Miami and went to on a double date. At, the other way around. They right. was in Miami first, and then went to New York. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, clearly that's a real thing if you're going on double dates and everything already. Only so. reason I know I was trying to figure out who Julia Fox is. Who is she? That's, I, I, she I not black. She. And Kanye should really shock the world and get with a black woman. That'll really, really. Like Kanye loves headlines. Mm-hmm. And Kanye loves, you know, attention. Mm-hmm. Attention grabbing. Pop up with a black woman. Kanye man. dates black women. We've seen you with too many white women already. We who, know. Get with a black woman. What does Julia Fox do? What does she do? She's an actress. Never heard of her. She was in that movie Uncut Gems that Adam Sandler did never on heard Netflix. Of you guys never saw Uncut Gems? No. Never heard of her. I didn't know who she was. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't. Still don't know who she is. Recognize her. You're not doing a good job explaining But I did see her. Uncut Mm-mm. Gems. She's an actress. Mm-mm. She's not black, though. No, get you a black woman, yeah. What, other, what other movies she was in? I mean, that's the Anything only one I, I know of. Uncut Gems was a big movie. Get you a black woman, Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, if you really want to shake the game up, get with a black woman. Nobody's expecting you to do that. <laughs> Nobody's expecting that one. In the meantime, they're saying Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson just jetted off to the Bahamas. Dropping a cruise bomb for big, big PDD. <laughs> Whoa. Kanye going to wind up right in the Bahamas now. <laughs> what? Go follow him right there. Big right. PDD. Big uh, D Davidson is what we call him. It's so right? weird they're both like very publicly dating. <laughs> is that what you call him? I, I wonder if he does things friend. in response to be like, she's doing this, let me... Because you could, you could not publicly be doing certain things and out and about, but... I don't know anything about it. When you go to the bathroom, Lay right, down. and y'all both in the urinal, do you, do you see, like... Let me see you in one urinal? First of all, you've never seen Guy Code. The first episode of Guy Code, we discussed that... Ten years ago. What you do? You check about? No, you don't even stand next to the no, guy okay. to your sure. Okay. What if it's only right. two? See, clearly yeah, you didn't well, used to watch Guy Code back in the day with myself like and this Pete Davidson over here, and I stand next Duval to you. and Andrew Schultz, huh? I stand next to you when you when we when we. No, meet. you don't. Yes, That's I never do. happened. Yes, it is. Only two urinals. The moral of the story is dropping the clues bombs for Big D Davidson. All right. <laughs> That's what we call them out here in these streets. PDD! Yeah, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's your rumor report, I guess. That's my guy. I love Pete, man. We know. Wow. All right. <laughs> Salute <laughs> to Amy, his mom. That's my guy. All my right. peoples. Okay. All right. Up next, the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go! It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at The General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw, okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the breakfast club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 
my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Uh, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 5th goes to Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Is that even how you pronounce Pabst? I don't know. I'm sure the B is silent, but it wouldn't be Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, would it? I don't know. Just let the record show I am not a beer drinker. Uh, my father used to let me sip out his Budweiser every now and then when I was a young lad, which is probably one of the contributing factors to why I'm a little off today. And in my early 20s, I used to drink a lot of beer. Heineken, Coronas, Bud Light, Michelob, Money B. I blame you for that. A salute to Money B when he said weekends were made for Michelob on I Get Around. I felt that. Okay, you influenced all of that, all right? But what, but what you quickly realize is that beer puts weight on you fast. And when you, my height, which is about five, six, maybe five, seven, depending on my posture, okay? When you that height and you get to like 200 pounds because of beer and you start seeing Eric Cartman from South Park staring back at you in the mirror, then it's time to put the tall boys down. Now, I never drank uh, Blue Ribbon, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. All right, sipped it once and it was gross. The irony of this story is that some would say that Pabst Blue Ribbon tastes like ass. Well, as someone who has tasted both, let me be the first to tell you, Boonky tastes better, all right? Way better. Mm-hmm. Now, for anyone out there who drinks Pabst Blue Ribbon, God bless you, uh, Leonard McKelvey, Uncle Shala, I want better for you. That's first and foremost. But I wonder how many people are drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, all right? I really wanna know because on January 3rd via Twitter, it seems like they were really reaching for attention. All right. See, the reason they are getting donkey today is because on January 3rd, 2021, nobody, and I mean nobody, said a damn thing to Pabst Blue Ribbon. And they decided to tweet out, and don't you dump this, Red, okay? Because I need to, this needs to be in context. They tweeted out, not drinking this January with a question mark. Try eating ass. <laughs> That's the tweet. Okay. That was the tweet. From Paps Blue Ribbon. I'm not making this up. Go see for yourself. Okay, if we were on TV still, it would be showing right now. But I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that Jadakiss in 2004 asked a simple question. Why? All right? <laughs> the late, great Larry King told me once, Charlemagne, the best question you can always ask in an interview is why? And that's what I want to know right now. Why? Why did they tweet this? What's the correlation between eating Boonky and drinking Paps Blue Ribbon? Once again, I know what you're thinking. Pabst Blue Ribbon tastes like Boonky. I push back on that. Boonky tastes better. Now on Twitter, at Through and Through Dave replied to Pabst Blue Ribbon tweet and said, PBR are ass. What's the difference? Valid question. And Pabst Blue Ribbon tweeted back, ask your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not making any of this. Oh, that's funny. Now the vice president of marketing for PBR sent out an email And the statement said, we apologize about the language and content of recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of PAPS and our associates. We're handling the matter internally and have removed the tweets from our social platforms. Yeah, all that's great. But once again, why? All right. There's a great movie on Netflix right now called Don't Look Up. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Jennifer Lawrence. I saw critics killing it. I know a lot of people didn't like it. It was getting terrible reviews. Personally, I loved it. I watched it twice over the holidays. Only thing I didn't love about it was the fact that it was labeled satire. There is nothing satirical about it. All right, satire, sketches, spoofs. All right, those things don't hit the same because life as we know it right now, the world we live in is so absurd. All right, the things that used to be considered satire 
satire or just real life. And this is another example of that. A tweet like this about Derriere Dining used to be seen on the Boondocks. A tweet like this used to be seen on Chappelle's show. This was on In Living Color. This is something a comedy writer would write. Now, this is our existence. This is our world. And what's sad is, I personally believe folks are sitting around thinking of how to garner attention. Remember that saying, all publicity is good, good publicity? I never used to believe that. But I think it's a lot of truth to it. Especially now, folks don't care about anything but engagement. If it gets retweets, if it gets likes, if it gets people talking, that's all folks care about. I just personally want folks to be more creative. If you're gonna do it, okay? Y'all got hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, whatever it is. If you're gonna brainstorm ideas to chase clout, can we dig a little deeper than a bonky buffet? Can we, huh? Please give Pat's Blue Ribbon the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, you know what? I want to shout out our old intern, Olanike, Nikki. She got up, married Nikki? in oh, Nikki. Nigeria. She got married in Nigeria. Nice. Yes, over this uh, past holiday. So congratulations to her to and her ahead, husband, Nikki. Mide. Congrats. Dropping a clue bonds for Nikki. Good people. You deserve it well. Good for you, Nikki. Absolutely. Well, congrats to your husband. You got a good one. Well, shout out to everybody out there. I love I love when people get married. It's, it's always a beautiful thing, man. Shout out to everybody out there getting married or about to get married, engaged. Shout out to you guys as well. All right? When we come back, we got the positive notes. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's morning. happening? All right, well, it's time to get up out of here. You guys enjoy your day. Wear your mask. I know on the East Coast, I know the weather's pretty disgusting, so just be careful out there today. And you got a positive note, Charlemagne? I do, man. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, salute to my dude, Arthur. He just asked me what, you know, I'm reading for the new year. And uh, I'm currently reading um, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Uh, it's a book by Dr. Nedra Glover. Tawab, it's a New York Times bestseller. It's been out for a while. I'm the one that's that's late. You probably seen her on Red Table Talk and everything else. But yeah, setting boundaries is something that we all should be, you know, striving to do for 2022, man. And uh, always remember that if somebody throws a fit because you set boundaries, it's just more evidence the boundary is needed. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 